Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. This <laughs> is a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. And we're on it once again for some reason. Peculiar uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, the other thing I, I never do is I never give the phone numbers. And why should I? But we do get some calls. We do. Uh, it's a recording machine. They don't. I know it's not a machine anymore, but uh, we do have a voicemail where you can leave a message. It can be a, a joke. It can be a threatening message. But there's a place to do it. But I can't remember the phone number to save myself. Do so you, you're basically putting me on the spot, and you're lucky I do remember all this stuff. Good. I know you do. That's the only reason I threw it out it's there. It's pretty easy to remember, me, which is why, which I don't know why you can't remember it because it's four two five. Mm -hmm. Which is the prefix of your phone number, right? Um, yeah, many people's phone number. 522. Area code. 522, which is the state route between our houses. Oh, that's good. And then burp, which is something I know you're very familiar with. B-U-R-P. Okay, that's good. Now I have that indelibly in my memory for the next five minutes. <laughs> and uh, otherwise, you can always uh, just drop us a line. We have a... We have a, actually have an email. Do you know what that address. is? Yes, it's uh, well. I am uh, Pat at peculiarpodcast.com. dot com. But Lisa. what's the general? What's the general email uh, address? I don't know. Comments at peculiar. Oh, comments. Comments. <laughs> well, you can make comments at Pat at Pat. Sure. Yeah, I don't know why we have all these. I have an email, yeah. Lisa Peculiar Podcast. I, where is comments? You? How do you look at them? I I get them. Oh, you they, get. Them. They filter into my. You, you seem as though you have um, sheltered me from hearing any of the comments. Would that be true? No, I think you get copies of them. Too. Oh, I do. Okay. Do you even log into Pat at Peculiar Podcast? Sure, I'm doing it right now. As a matter of fact. Okay. It's, well, you should see them there. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Now I'm not on it. But I did I did print out a bunch of listener emails because we seem to get more emails than phone calls. Yeah, and we and we appreciate that. We also got a couple of kind of cool, I mean, very cool old, uh, a, 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 a listener named, um, hang on, I'm, I'm going to come up with this here. A listener named, uh, oh boy. Can we start over with this? No, 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 no. We'll yeah. we'll get it. I know uh, who you're talking about. You know, you know who I'm talking about. But he sent us a very funny clip. He was on the show with us yeah. back in uh, in our Como days, or was it? When no, we it was in the, the Buzz days. Okay. The uh, the Buzz was a radio station that is doesn't exist anymore. I think there's a country station there on that dial position now. 
But it was his name was Paul. That was it. Paul in Tacoma, he would call in. Mm-hmm. As, his real name is Paul Renegli. And he sent us some clips of himself uh, when he was on the pod, uh, on the uh, on the original radio show, and uh, and I was, uh, it's always fun to hear stuff from the past that you have no remember. Yeah. you have no memory of. I don't remember this. Uh, so apparently, on this one, he sent two clips. On this one, uh, we have asked uh, folks listening to, if they can come up with new game show ideas, and so Paul calls in, and. Uh, uh, Here we let's go. Talk to Paul in Tacoma. Hi, Paul. You're on the bus. Hi there. Hi. Hey, I've got uh, two good ideas. All right. Well, One is. We'll uh, be the judge of that. You go ahead. What's that? Huh. And uh, you know, the host would come on and say, "Contestants," and there'd be a picture behind him, and he'd say, "Okay, contestants, what's that?" <laughs> and then they wheel around and look at it, or what happens next? Oh, well. No, then they'd have to guess what's that, and then depending on if they're right or wrong, they would win it, or they could give it to the other contestant. Oh, I see. But with no clues at all about what that is? No, all of a sudden, a picture would come up, bang. What's that? But my favorite, I think my favorite game show would be... perfectly clear now how the game show works. Uh I think my favorite game show would be, run! (laughs) And and how exactly, would that work something like, what's that? (laughs) Well, it could be a conjunction with, you know I like run. If you don't like the what's that, then you can run. Run is, run is good. So you'd come, the contestants would come on, you'd sit in a chair, and they say, well, can I tell, tell, tell us a little about yourself, blah, blah, blah. And then some door would open and... Run! 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 I thought that was pretty. pretty <laughs> Who funny. was that laughing in the background? Was I don't that, know. I, I don't. I couldn't. Was make... that Nate Jones, our old producer? It or... probably was. Yeah, probably was. He had a very distinctive laugh. And uh, uh, <laughs> or it could have been Dustin Hornby, but I think that uh, Hornby didn't think any of that stuff was very funny. No. Uh, and then uh, the other, the other one that uh, the other time Paul called in, he sent us this clip, and w- <laughs> what he's asking us to do here is something that we would always urge our listeners to do to do we were kind of the anti-radio show an anti-format show uh, you're admonished to do certain things by program directors there's just rules in radio there really are you, do <coughs> rules not, are you don't deviate from these no because we you're on a delay to in case somebody decides to say a bad word so you can hit what they call a dump button and uh you're so you're on like a nine second delay so we would encourage. So you always tell callers, "Hey, turn your radio down, so you don't get confused by the delay." Mm. Uh, but we would do just the opposite. We would tell people to turn their radios up to great effect. Yeah, crank it up as loud as you can. Okay, just you, you give me there. Paul is going okay, from that much better. Yeah, that's good. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, uh, uh, I was wondering if you had buzzwords that are okay. What? What did he say? What did you say? What did he say? That is just spectacular. Baby, we don't have to say goodbye. I'm gonna give you what you wanted. We just get inside it. 
I, I sound like a, uh, like I'm a little sped up there, or is that how I sounded back in those days? Anyway. Uh, but we are, this is a great in, uh, entry into talking about the live broadcast we're going to have uh, on location May 18th. This is to celebrate the 100th episode or so of Peculiar Podcast. And it happens at Third Place Books in Lake Forest Park. There are two Third Place Books, so that's the, be specific about the one we're talking about. It's in Lake Forest Park near beautiful Lake City. And uh, mm-hmm. and they have a they obviously have a bookstore there, but they have a commons area as well, which kind of blew my mind when I went in there. It's great. Yeah, I mean, it's people big. People are doing work in there on their laptops and what have you. And then they have an area with that actually has a stage in it, and you, you, they probably do shows there of all kinds. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to do our podcast. You'll be able, you know, we we would love for you to come again. That date is May eighteenth. It's a Sunday. We begin around noon. And we figure we'll be wrapped up within three hours. Right. And what we think we'll do is wind up having three podcasts uh, in a row. Or probably just two. We'll probably just do two because we're gonna we're gonna be there new, but we're not hitting the record. Well, I'm button gonna do right a third. If you want to leave, that's fine. Really? You're I, gonna... got, I got some big plans for a third. Okay. One. Yeah. Well, maybe we will. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever you think. I'll leave you in charge of that. But uh, it, so we really hope you can be there. We've gotten some RSVPs from folks already, so we think it'll be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a nice event. We're going to have some giveaways. We have um, some um, dead giveaways. We have we have. I ordered pineapple upside down cakes mm-hmm. uh, from the, Amazon. The mix, the the, the boxes. boxes. Yeah. And you said to me, "Don't get the." Pineapple Supreme. Nope, that's that's not, bogus. Not gonna work. Nope. And I went on Amazon.com and found the actual pineapple upside down cake. So I've got two cases of those. Do you think I'll Amazon know. has ever received a similar order right. for two cases of pineapple upside down? That might be the first one. There would be some guy in a warehouse going, What the never <laughs> we ain't moved any of this product in years, Larry, and now we got two cases going out the door. I know. Maybe we better stock up. Maybe something's catching on here. Yeah, so we've got that. We also have um And if we have to explain what the pineapple upside down cake mix reference is, well, then never mind. Because it takes too long to explain. Yeah, just it's it's the reign of terror. You can go on our website and see. Uh, we have uh, uh, tickets for the two oh six. The next taping is not going to be till this fall, right? Well, we think. I mean, you yeah. just you said you were going to get tickets for that. You are you like are a star well, on the show. Well, you never know. I mean, <laughs> don't you, you have any pull there? Yeah, but we don't. We never know what what your future is going to be on a. TV show. Are you trying to tell me something? No, I'm just telling you. We're very. We're, it's not clear, but it's likely to okay. happen. So okay. So if you won the tickets, uh, you know it'd be kind of like uh, getting Confederate money. It's money, but you know, can you really spend it? We we don't know yet. Well, that's a terrific prize. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad we yeah. have that at the top of our sponsor yeah, list. Yeah. However, I will tell you this: that you'd say, well, so I win these tickets, so. That's cool, I guess, but aren't the tickets free anyway? Right. And and yes, they are, but uh, we have an over 1,000-person waiting list, so you'll never get in. That's right. 
So, but with these, and tickets, I'm not kidding about that. But these tickets, you'll move right to the front of the line. Is that what I'm understanding? Um, Should I have it, talked to you about this? It will before? allow you to take cuts. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> no, well, it's it's fine. No, that's good. All right. So we have. I don't that. remember talking about it though. But we have that maybe. I know you don't. We have that maybe. We have the pineapple. No, upside. we have it. We'll have it. It's we a ha- deal. We have the pineapple upside down cakes. We have. Um, I oh, we have a pretty. Stop. We have, I've heard enough. We have a pretty Polly. Oh yeah. We're gonna we're gonna give oh perfect Polly, not pretty Polly. Yeah, the it's perfect this, Polly. It's this plastic bird that, that has is, is it's mo- as seen on TV. Yeah, it's motion it's, activated. And when you cross in front of it, it does this. It's the perfect pet because it doesn't. It's perfect. Yeah, it'll drive you nuts. You don't have to it feed do. it. Not according to the commercial. Those people look very happy with their perfect Well, that's poly. true. Those people do, but then those people are in an institution. <laughs> so we have one of those to give away. And we also have um, Gary Hamburg is a, a, a Seattle photographer. Who and has, makes a damn fine sandwich, too, I'll <laughs> he tell you. Is, he is also going to sponsor, give us uh, two of his beautiful prints. He shows his photography uh, in in Kirkland at the Lakeshore Gallery. I say, if you're a photographer, you should show it. Yeah, he well, he's giving us two of his prints to give away uh, as prizes at the event. Yeah, and I've seen one of them. It's They're just beautiful, be- unbelievably gorgeous. They're right? absolutely gorgeous. So again, that's Gary Hamburg, uh, Lakeshore Gallery in Kirkland. If you want to see his work, but we are gonna he is get, he's donating two of his most popular Seattle. Uh, bridge prints so we're yeah. really excited i think i saw the one of them was it the montlake bridge or something it really pretty yeah it's yeah. gorgeous and ticket at a particular time of day so the color is stunning yeah the aurora bridge from lake union is is the other one okay that, that you uh, saw and, and and we'll probably we'll, we'll pony up some other prizes as well and we're gonna have some special guests and we'll tell you about those on coming podcasts uh, but if you were a listener of our old radio show, particularly back in the days of The Buzz, which some would argue was the uh, were the halcyon days, uh, then there will be some people showing up that you will remember fondly. But even if you've never heard any of our radio shows, but for some reason you like this podcast, you'll have a good time and you, it'll be fun to meet you in person and catch up. Yeah. Um, before we move on to something more substantive, and I can't imagine what it would be, but I wanted to read some of the other uh, emails we've received okay. at comments at peculiarpodcast.com or pat at peculiarpodcast.com or lisa at peculiarpodcast.com. This is from Chris uh, Sundberg, who I believe uh, is, a, uh, is, a, is, a, is a judge. He is a justice of the peace or he, it, he oversees courtrooms. Let's put it that way. So it's a guy? It's a guy. Because it's, it's spelled K-R-I... K-R-I-S. Yes. I know, but I've met him. Okay. And it's a him. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure about anything. Because I thought the female Chris was K... K Oh, maybe it's the guy. Your son's name is Chris, Chris, which is... Chris Christopherson is... Is a K. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's possible. Okay. Don't... don't, uh, you know, don't challenge the man. I mean, Sorry. Especially, you're going to wind up in court with him sometime, and he's going to remember. He's got a long memory. Judges okay. are like that. Good, good advice. Thanks. Chris Sundberg says, Lisa, for some reason, the podcast stopped downloading into my iTunes. So now I'm catching up from the last couple of months. I agree with your feelings about people's emotional reaction to sports entertainment. That's when we were talking about the, the crowds going bananas mm-hmm. over the Seahawks. 
uh, win, which again, don't get me wrong, I think it's great, but people were crying and saying it changed their life and, and heading downtown and they were riding on buses that had standing room only for the the victory. What was it? The victory Super Bowl. Parade? They call it the Super Bowl. No, after the Super Bowl. Yeah. When the whole town the was in tears. Well, see, your reaction to that, you just, you look down your haughty little nose and who are you to say what people should be uh, impassioned about, what what they should have be a life-changing thing for them? I it's did. like you deciding, oh, I'm not interested in religion. People who are religious, they're a bunch of dorks. I didn't say that uh, that people can't. I said I don't understand it. I didn't say they couldn't cry because you, the you, Super Bowl. Because people the, could hear your eyes rolling around, though. They probably that, can't listen. And that's one of the pitfalls of this podcast. Let's Let's see if we can hear them. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> so, see, and Chris the Judge, who are you? Chris the Judge totally just took my side. Well, it kind of did. He says, let's face it, it is passive entertainment. Concerning the computer dating subject, he said, could you point me to the article saying it's a waste of time? I have a friend who is very frustrated with it, but won't stop is it, doing is it. Is he single? I, I don't know. <laughs> Because might solve that problem right there. It might. Uh, it, it was a, a, an article from Psychology Today that I, I read um, that just said that the, the, the choices are too overwhelming to really be able to sort of have a, a high rate of success. There's a small rate of success in online dating. Those are the ones dating. they talk about in, in the ads, obviously. Tiny, right. tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny. But if you look at the overall amount of time that you spend and and the fact that there's just so many choices. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, that's I, I'm I'm done. Hello, my name is Debbie. Um, this is my first attempt. Oops. Um, at a eHarmony video. Um, this is my first time at online dating, so I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. Um, there's a movie out now, I think, on uh, DVD. It was in the theaters last year, I think, uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, I, I based, was on, watch, based on the James Thurber short story. I was going to watch that, but I, it got bad reviews. I heard it was dumb. I, mm, I don't think so. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pleasant. Oh, okay. And, uh, um, yeah, and I, I, ben, ben Stiller, Stiller is in it, and, and Kristen, Kristen Wiig. Wig, yeah. And... Uh, but he, but that's the way the movie begins is he's in one of those eHarmony things and oh and he's looking down the list at uh, various people and there's a singularly unattractive person he just goes right past until he finds <laughs> Kristen Wiig who turns out to be somebody that is employed at the same company as him mm -hmm. but to me when I saw that I thought that that makes me sad because. You know, you have to you have to put your picture in there, and somebody's making a judgment before they've ever met you. So I am a recent um, MBA grad from Villanova. Um, I love cats. Um, I just sorry, I'm getting emotional. I love cats. Um, I love every kind of cat. Sorry, I just, I really love cats. I know that's how life is. I'm not that naive, but uh, 
Well, that's how real dating is too. It's, yeah, that's know, not just restricted to online dating. Um, so, so I guess my thought is, if you believe that you have just a fantastic personality, <laughs> yes, that you just have so much to offer, you are a, a great lover and all of that, and you feel like you're handicapped by not being the most because you have a big nose yeah, with or, hair in it. Yeah, with big nose with hair in it, a big old wart right. also with hair in it, or whatever. So why not put a fake photo of yourself up? Oh, because pe- people do. That's the, 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 that's the only pitfall to finding marital romantic success. Mm-hmm. Not, not marital, but just romantic interest. Or people put fo- photos that are 15, 20 years old on there and yeah. you're like hey well if oh. i put a, if i put a picture 15 or 20 years old on there I, I would be obviously 12 years old and people would catch on quick <laughs> and i just want to hug all of them but i can't because that's crazy i can't hug every cat but i just want to i want to yeah. hey that reminds me of a present for you really yeah a present this you just said the magic word oh, let me see what this is it is, <laughs> you know what? I had I one know, of these. I know but, you did. But it got dirty and I threw it away. So now <laughs> well, you have a, now, now you now have a fresh got, one. And you would want to know, well, how did it get dirty? What she has just given me, <laughs> take a picture of this. I will. Uh, it is the finger-shaped nose hair trimmer. <laughs> uh, batteries uh, not included. Oh, I didn't bring any batteries. That's I'm right. sorry. We'll, we'll take care of that. But it's a nose hair trimmer, electric nose hair trimmer. Shaped like a finger, a big Sh- finger. Shaped like a finger. It even has a fingernail on it. Will that even fit in your nose? That is like a humongous finger. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty big finger. It's bigger than my own fingers. And your fingers uh, fit fine up there? <laughs> yeah. In fact, I can put two and three up there. So... <laughs> It's <laughs> uh, pretty good. How did it get dirty? Didn't you wash the other one? Is it made out of latex? Is that the deal? I don't know. It it, it wasn't dirty from my nose, uh, which is of course uh, springtime fresh. But uh, it it got dropped in the dirt or something like. That. I don't remember, but it, it's all messed up. Well, so, good. I'm glad so you have. Thank it. you for that. You're was, welcome. I, I I guess this is thoughtful. Well, of course what it you, is. What do you mean you guess? Well, you want to, what, what's your intention with giving me this? Are you, what, knew, what are you trying to tell me? I just knew you'd be delighted with it because it's something that you use all the time. That's the basis for a good gift. It's not something, I don't particularly find that. Helpful? No. no. It's not attractive either. No. But it's but, useful. But because you, I knew you would get a kick out of it. You would use it. I will use it. That's mm. more important than getting a kick out of it. Right. Um... So anyway, I am a cat lover, um, and I love to run. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about cats again. I used to use my nose hair trimmer on the air, yeah, on the radio, because I would, uh, at first I did it kind of just as a lark, but then... I discovered that there's sometimes in a we were do three and four hour broadcasts, I would start to get a little dizzy, and I'm wondering, geez, I'm, it's like I'm not getting enough oxygen. And I realized <laughs> dizzy there was not enough uh, um, air air going oh, through my nose sake. because of the forest it had to go through. Give me a head with hair, long beautiful hair, shining, gleaming, I thought it was the nose whistle that kind of came because. The thing with the forest is little pieces get stuck in there, and that's doesn't that is that what causes the nose whistle? Uh, it is. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. 
I guess, I did, like I told you before, I just started cigars, and uh, these uh, these are the Cuban kind, and they just they don't agree with me. Have a sip of Mark. Of uh, and I understand and... you can also smoke cigars, so I'm going to try that next. But I, uh, if you've ever seen a referee's whistle, there's a little pea in there. It's a little round <laughs> ball inside. And, know, but... and as you blow air in the whistle, it excites the ball, and it makes a noise. And that's what that's what a nose whistle is. There's some there's similar sort of pea-shaped no, thing. No, there's not in something as big hole. as a pea in your. You mean like a pea, like a green pea? Yeah, well, something that's some, pretty big. That's... Some similarly cylindrical article. Uh, it could be, it could be a genuine bean or a pea, or it could be uh, an oval-shaped booger or something. But it it, it is what it, it's what causes the nose to whistle. Not the hair. Thank you, Professor. Just whistle while you work. And cheerfully together we can tidy up the place. It's not the hair. No, I don't know. Okay, I thought it was the the hair. Little kids can have a nose whistle. Yeah, and they don't have any hair in there. Oh, this has been a really interesting podcast so, so far. But we're just trying to uh, get okay. through some of these. Uh, okay, email. Back to the email. Very welcome emails from people. Here's one from Rick. Uh, Pat, I'm a long... Rick Ryan. I'm a long-time listener. He says he started listening in the 1920s. I'm sorry to hear about your brother. He's mm. referring to my brother, Sean, who uh, passed away in January. I believe Sean was at your Christmas party at the Tulalip Casino several years ago. Did you have a Christmas party at the Tulalip Casino? I think. And didn't invite me? I think at a different radio station. Oh, so he means several, several years ago. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. But he says, the I won. The station that I didn't work at. I won the grand prize, <clears throat> and your brother tried to claim the prize. <laughs> do you remember day this? The, yes, I do. But but it wasn't it wasn't Sean. It was my other brother, Mike. Oh. <laughs> and it's a bit that we started doing all the time. When I would do auctions, uh, for example, like at a golf tournament or something like that, then usually after the golf day is done, they do a little giveaway raffles and things like that. And my brother would come often just to support me, but nobody knew who he was. So for all they know, he's just another guy at the golf tournament. So I, I, you know, pull a number out. Okay, this is for this uh, pair. Uh, this is for this new Big Bertha driver, and the winning ticket number is one zero five zero. And my brother'd be in the back of the room. He'd go, got it, <laughs> and he'd come running up, and <laughs> even though it wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't. He didn't have any. He, yeah, That's and he'd funny. come running up, and I'd say, Look, can I see your ticket? So we, oh. and he'd show it to me, and I go, uh, well, sir, this. Uh, this is this isn't uh, even close to the number I just called. And then he get he just he yell some expletive and go stomping to the back of the room. So, That's funny. So, but every like every time, every so this next subsequent number I call. Okay, this is for the sleeve of golf balls and the putter, and it's uh, it's goes to the holder of ticket number one four six seven. <laughs> and he'd come running back up again. That's and funny. But what happened was, is he kept doing Nobody had any idea who he was. And then, pretty soon, uh, some security starts showing up. Oh, no. Yeah, and, they, and, they, and some people are very mad. They're getting mad. They're not thinking oh. this funny, even though I can't even 
stop laughing when he keeps doing it. And they think this, this guy seriously is trying to bilk them out of Oh, their my God, project. that's funny. But luckily, he's a big guy, and nobody challenged him ultimately. But So that's where that started, and that's oh. what Rick is referring to here. Uh, anyway, Rick says, and very kindly so, uh, your stories of your brothers remind me of mine. I love listening to podcasts on Sundays when I should be in church. <laughs> I'm going to hell because you lift me up more than church. Except the guy that swallows that last backwash from the wine goblet after a thousand people have sipped from it. So he sounds like me, that he's a Catholic, and that's part of the deal. You go up and everybody shares uh, a sip of wine, which represents in the Catholic tradition, the, the blood the blood of Christ. But don't they have those little individual Dixie cups now? No. Because of the whole no. germ thing? Well, not any church I've gone to. <clears throat> but I think, uh, I, that's why I always bring my own red Solo cup that's with me. And just say, Father, would you just pour it in there? That's a good idea. Yeah. Red Solo cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Ugh. Thank you, Rick. Uh, Rick's point is that the guy that drinks uh, out of a cup that a thousand other people have drink from, that is the guy that's got faith. Yes, so, indeed. So what he's saying is, if I read this correctly, we are uh, tearing uh, the church apart. Pretty much. We're driving the faithful away from their church. That's right. We've Churches. Got, we're, we're creating our own flock. Yeah. We are. Uh, can you say flock? I guess you can on a podcast. That's right. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. This is from Clark McGuffey. Well, this is just too complimentary. I can't, I can't even read that one. But he does send a picture of a pineapple upside down cake, which <clears throat> is, uh, yep, it's pineapple. Betty Crocker yep. make, makes the pineapple upside down cake. He took a picture of it in a uh, grocery store that... But he didn't name. But he didn't tell us where. So I just wanted to bring up to anybody who does send us pictures of the Reign of Terror. Yeah. Let yeah. us know the location because we have a Reign of Terror map on our on our website that we are that we'll pin a pin on. And I think we're going to try to get that map out to the live event so everybody can see how far and wide the Reign of Terror has spread. That's neat. And we've also heard from some people who. Well, you can explain how this works, and we're talking too much about these things, and we got to get to some other issues here, but if you want to be a sponsor of our 100th uh, podcast, you can be, and it doesn't require you to be Daddy Warbucks. Uh, you can you can be an in-kind sponsor. Am sure. I, I correct? Absolutely. You, you, want, you say, I'm, I'm Fred's Hamburgers. Yeah. I'd like to... Donate a hamburger. Bring bring some bring a sack of hamburgers or something. Or, but and we'll just put your name out there. Yeah, absolutely. And people get to sample have, your fare. We have a link on the front page of our website at peculiarpodcast.com. Just click on it. Couldn't be easier. Um, if you know a business, a local business uh, that would like to donate a prize, that would be great. And we had another email from somebody who wanted <clears throat> to know how to get tickets to the 100th episode. Yeah, we'd like and to how know. And much, how much they are. How much are they? Um, that's like, a what interesting. Should we, tell we, them? we haven't actually talked about this. I guess we it was implied uh, as much as anything, but we would ask you to pay whatever you think is fair to come to the podcast. For some people, 
that will be $1,000. Right. For other people, it'll be $5,000. Mm-hmm. For yet other people, it might be ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. We're not going to tell you how many thousands of dollars you should pay. But you just let your conscience be your guide. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you in if you have any greenbacks in your paw yeah, at the yeah. front door. No, of course, you. it's a free event, obviously. You just, we just there want are to no see, tickets. Want to see you. There's no tickets. Yeah, no, just show no up. No paper tickets. You just show up. Nobody's going to stop you. It's a public place. What do you mean no one's going to stop you? Nobody can stop you. you From it's what? A, it's a store. You can, it's a third place book. You, you can walk right in there. You can <laughs> pretend like you're going to go to the reference section, throw a right, <laughs> a, and then double back, take a left, and come on into the to the podcast show. No nobody's going to stop Nobody's going to stop. They'll try to stop you. Why? But, Why would they? Oh, because it's our podcast, yeah, I see. Yeah, they'll try to stop Got you, it. but don't you, don't, you, don't you let them. Okay. Here's a couple of random things uh, that I've been thinking about. Um... In the Jack in the Box commercials, which, by the way, as a general uh, rule, I really don't like the Jack in the Box commercials. I think they're bacon on your burger. You don't like that? No, no. I think it's and it's got it's so catchy though. Let's listen. Welcome to the farm of Jack. There's a curly fried tree and a chopper out back. There's a barn full of buns and a thing you gotta try. A critter that makes burgers with bacon inside. Pork. It's beef and pork. Get Okay, but here on your burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just heard it. All the kids are running around singing that. It's catchy. For the record, it's in your burger, not on. Yeah, it's catchy for kids. But here's the message it sends. What? It says to kids, "Hey, kids, you want to? Aren't these pigs cute? Let's kill them, and you can eat them." With bacon in your burger. Yeah, I, I mean, know, you're right. Why do you have to feature the animal that is about to be claimed? That's true. And turn it in, turned into food. Don't they have little um, cow spots on them? <laughs> like the pigs have cow spots on them or something? I can't remember. You're talking I, about the TV commercial, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think that any... I don't think you should show the live version like... Yeah, don't make the pigs look happy. They, they're they going to be offed. Why would they maybe be those, dancing around Maybe those aren't the pigs that are going to be offed. Maybe those were the ones that got spared. Yeah, well, what they shouldn't be joyous about their brother brethren that are going to get but I think turned you're into right. bacon. We, we shouldn't show a herd of cows for for a burger commercial. or And I'm not a vegetarian. Or, or, or a bunch of live chickens running around eating worms for Kentucky Fried I I get it. I see what you're saying. I actually agree with you. Well, I I'm not. Because I don't want to know. I'm, I'm not that passionate about it, but I just I'm just thinking. Well, come on, that's that's that's. Were they cartoon pigs or are yeah, they real pigs? No, they're real pigs, but it looked like cartoon. <laughs> what kind of what kind of discussion? Why are you mad is, about this? No, I I don't know. I just don't like Jack in the Box. Oh, that's what it is. Junk Junk in the Box, as we call it. I like Jack in the. You don't like it? Oh no. Listen, look at you. Okay, no. so. Do you? I don't really eat fast food that much. What? What is your fast food? What's your? What's your poison? Uh, don't say McDonald's, because no. then I'll have to come across there and slap you. Well, that might be worth it, but um, I I like Jack in the Box. I you know I I like I like to I like to eat local. So Dicks, of course. Dicks. Hey, maybe we can get them to be a sponsor. Yeah. Dicks. And a um, little bit of taco time. Sometimes. Oh, I do like a good. I like a taco time. Uh, yeah, because um, you know. But you had to eat that because you were in the commercials. Yeah, I had to eat it. You know, now once you finally get sprung from prison, maybe you don't 
<laughs> you don't want prison food anymore. I don't know. And I have to tell you, I do like Kentucky Fried Chicken. There is nothing, I don't know what they do to that chicken, but you get a bucket of that stuff and it's just like your eyes roll in the back of your head. Shouldn't the extra con- crispy with a bunch of salt on it. Look, I don't disagree Holy with you. Holy crap. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't disagree with you, but do you not think that things like con- buckets of Kentucky Fried Chicken, Big Macs, you name it, in the fast food genre, should not come with warning labels just the way packs of cigarettes do. What do you mean? Or alcohol. Oh, you think they should? (laughs) This, if you eat a a lot of this food, it will clog your arteries and make you huger than a giant elephant. That's not true. What do you mean it's not true? Not everybody's body responds to food Oh, so you the way my body well, does. not everybody's going to get lung cancer from smoking right. cigarettes, but you do need there. There is a required warning. Here's the risks you're taking. Because, I think that would be legitimate on fast food it, because it, it it boils down to you know what they don't do boil we, anything. Do we have to sheriff everybody and yes. say no? We don't. You have to. You're save. your own human being. If you want to make stupid mistakes, do it. People will smoke with the warning labels uh, on I the know. packages. Uh, but you you give them the information so that they might be able to consider the choice they're making with some hard information and trust me there is stuff. nothing that so warrant if you just if you just say okay well we told you if you want to continue to eat it that's fine just you thought think, you ought to know do you think any that smoker you're looks about at that one million calories do you think any smoker looks at that warning label before they 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 light up and go every single pack they buy they go oh, I better read this. Oh, yeah, it says the same thing it said last time. Well, this all comes about as a result of litigation and lawsuits and all that sort of thing, and now this is how cigarette companies are obligated to put this on there to save their own behinds so that they don't have culpability when people, you know, don't have a, they don't have a claim and say, hey, I got lung cancer. You never told me that this stuff could do this. Is anybody suing McDonald's for having a big butt? Yeah, they probably have. And in fact, I'm sure it's happened. They don't, not specifically that charge of big butts. But I mean, people sue for, you know, coffee being too hot and they spill it on themselves. So they're probably suing for every conceivable Thing. Yeah, and, but do you just you just made you made like, reference to a story that I'm not sure you know the entire story about. Well, you're going to tell me, Gene Anderson. Yes, I am. Okay, you're, great. you're referring. Here we go. You're referring to the story of the woman that got burned with the hot coffee and sued McDonald's. Well, it's happened more than once. Oh, but the but the the original <clears throat> one that happened. Um, if you get a chance, you should really Google the story well, on this. Well, no, no, you told me you could tell me. Uh, well, I can, but I, I'd have to read up on it. Oh. It really changed my mind. I was with you. I was like, yeah, it's hot coffee. Well, then don't tell, me I'm, don't tell me I'm full of beans unless you have the document, documented well, I, I do. proof of it sitting in front of you well, I, or well, in your, residing in your brain. I didn't know we were going to talk you about don't, it. You just wanted to lash out to show your superiority. Kind of. Yeah. But it's really true. She did have... It, 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 it was a... It was a the, the pictures of the burns on this poor woman are just horrifying to see, and they did not get any resolution from McDonald's at first. So they, it's not like they just you know it was a knee jerk. Let's sue them for hot coffee. There's a lot more to that story than meets the eye. Yes, there are because a lot a lot of things are brought up by attorneys that weren't part of the original incident, right. of course, as they try to find who bears the burden of proof on these deals. But uh, it is coffee. I mean, they, you know, there, there's that. 
Right. And she, they she, did, unless she asked for iced and, coffee. And McDonald's did admit that they had the temperature up way too high because... It was actually boiling when it they was, gave it to It her. was way too high. This is why most... There's a, there's some regulation on the, the maximum temperature that coffee can be... It can't be hotter than the sun, right? I think. Or lava. Yeah. Right. But you know what? F- labels on fast food, a bucket of chicken ain't going to stop somebody from eating that bucket of chicken. And the they same pretty, label will not stop somebody from smoking. They, they I, that does not negate you, the idea that people should be given the information and they might say, hmm, how, I didn't realize that. How, really? Maybe, how maybe can I can go, go through, choose something else to eat. How can you go through life and not know that a bucket of chicken? How could people go through life and not know cigarettes were dangerous? Even though they saw Uncle Charlie keel over from cancer. But knowing that that things are dangerous and consuming them anyway, and the are two cigarette companies c- covered it up anyway. Those are two different things, though. You can know some things. You heroin addicts know that heroin's dangerous, but it that is. See, if only they had a warning label. <laughs> Jeez, this is, this is, I don't consider myself <laughs> but, an but addict. But that's the by point. The that's the point. Is they it. still do it. They know it's bad for them, and there's no warning label on that. They know it's bad for them. Well, that that's just poo pooing it. I mean, it's, I am poo-pooing it. You you don't you, you know, know how much money it's going to cost to put warning labels on buckets of chicken? Yeah, maybe so much money that they won't be able to sell that <gasps> crap anymore. How dare you? That's good. That's yummy chicken. Yeah, it's yummy, but that doesn't mean it's good for you. Do you consume anything that's not good for you? You're getting all high and mighty here all of a sudden. Yeah, well, more mighty than high. What you having right now? <laughs> I'm having a. What are you drinking right now? I'm having a carbonated. Uh, no, you're not. What's in that glass? Celery. There's and, a stalk of celery. And? Uh, and tomato juice. And what's what else is in it? That's all that counts. <laughs> that's that's healthy food. Tomatoes and celery, I mean, if you eat, eat that, consume that every day, you are going to be the picture of health. Whatever else, somebody might have slipped something else in there, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I do, because I've got one, too. All right. Um, so I wanted to get that off my chest. And I yeah, still I, say... I feel for the little pigs. Okay, well, at least I won that one. My wife was at a, I think at a taco time the other day, actually. Mm-hmm. She was pulled in there to get something, and there was a gentleman, for lack of a better overall description of him, a homeless man, or apparently homeless, that was kind of lurking around, and she saw him. He climbed into <laughs> to some bushes and stuff like that, and... So then she gets her food at this taco time. She goes to the drive-up window. And I always wanted to do this bit. And I was trying to get taco time to go along with it, but they wouldn't. Uh, but what? But it'd just be a bit where, a video bit where you do, and then I found out later, I saw on the internet, somebody had already done the bit, of course, but where where you are, you pull up to the drive-up window and then, and and there's a an announcer like you would hear in the movies right. on movie trailers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Welcome to Taco Time. <laughs> May I take your order, please? Hi. Uh, yeah, I'd like the uh, uh, bean burrito, please. Mmm, delicious choice. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Would you like some Mexican? You know, just screw with them. You see, if they comment at all on the the voice, or they just are very matter of fact about it, and they're not surprised at all. Yeah, that's all. Uh, but anyway, so this guy, this uh, this man, she's mm-hmm. observed. She gets her food and she pulls over in the, the park. man in the bushes. She's in the parking lot. And she's just eating her whatever she bought, and she sees the guy go over to one of those. 
Have you seen those? You've seen those bins where it says "Donate your clothing here," mm-hmm. and you you it's got a big big uh, door on it, almost like a mailbox. You okay? Sorry, yeah. Okay. I have vodka mixed in with my oh, tomato that's juice. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> you have tomato juice mixed Wait, is, in with your vodka. Is there a warning label on this? I don't see one. Okay, so uh, so yeah, those those community bins, like there's the big blue bin. That's what it was. There's the Goodwill bin. There's some that are just generic that say clothing, yeah. shoes here. Although I, I often wonder about those. Who who who's collecting that stuff? Well, it usually says on there, you know. Sometimes it doesn't. It just yeah. says clothing, but yeah. Uh, so as she's watching this guy, he kind of looks right, he looks left, and he lifts himself up and opens, you know, the the door of the clothesbin and, yeah. and then disappears into it. Oh. He slides down into it. Oh. I didn't even think you could get in there, but he did. It's a, and the way he did it, oh. it looked like something he's done regularly. Do you think he was going in there to take a nap or to get some new duds? It could have been... It could have that'd been, be a great it, place to take a nap. Oh, yeah, it would be. In a big pile of stinky used clothes. <laughs> I've done that before. No, it would be. I mean, it, it, it it's interesting. But, but in fact, she waited a little while, and then she saw, uh, like, a pair of shoes come out and a shirt. And he, oh. he was down there. Shopping. Shopping, essentially, yes, he was. And I thought, I think, I, it's, so what? I know. It's that, okay. I mean, yeah. that's clothing you want to go to somebody that needs it anyway. <clears throat> sure. It's not like he's stealing money or yeah. hurting anybody. Yeah. But it, it just... Uh, that's sort of sad to be at that point in your life where, yeah. you know... It's awful, actually. But my wife sees more weird stuff. She does. And and, and I think part of it is because she's uh, alert to it. Yeah. I think a lot of people go through life and they don't notice things because they're not paying attention. Yeah. She notices all kinds of stuff going. She's the one uh, years ago that noticed a woman that had decided to park inside one of those uh, shopping cart corrals at Costco that are intended, you know, for you to put your shopping cart. She decided oh. <laughs> to park her car in there. Because there were no other parking spots. Right, apparently. Oh, she, man. Then she proceeded to... She was a hatchback, so she proceeded to crawl over her front seat, back seat, and then out the hatchback. Because she couldn't open her doors. And then, because wow. she couldn't open her doors, yeah. So wow. That's kind of weird. That is sort of weird. Then one time, my wife is at it where, again, she's getting something, and I'm waiting for her in the car, and I see her, I see her come out of this store, and she's walking towards me, and then it's almost like it was planned, a guy with a gun is running across the parking lot right in front of our car and as my wife is about to intersect. And then behind him is a policeman with gun drawn. Oh, my God. And I'm, and I'm thinking, my wife's looking right and looking left. And I get down. Don't stand there gawking at him. She just, they're watching. Hmm, this is pretty cool. I think I'll watch wow. this for a while. Yeah. Anyway, she always <laughs> sees weird stuff. And uh, perhaps that's why she decided. <laughs> I know where you're going to go with this. To, Say it. To uh, go Say to it. a weird church and marry a weird guy. <laughs> I get it. I want them to be on a rainbow and just in my bed. And I just want a house full of them. And I just want us to roll around.
Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. <laughs> <laughs>